Did you fancy going for a picnic later, just the two of us? No, I don't have time for that. Okay, uh, yeah. Well, if you wanted to do it later anyway, I'll just... I'll, I'll, Sorry, I'll be what's, here. what is it you're doing, you're doing now at all? Anything? Anything at all that you're doing with your time, day? Are you thinking of doing anything? Well, I've got, of course I'm thinking of doing something. I, mm. Right. You're just so... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And, and do you think there'd be any point in that at all? Like anything useful? Well, I think what I'll do is I, w- I will... I- I'm going to shoot you. Um, I just can't... I'm having a lot of trouble finding a gun. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, don't, don't, don't worry. You, you wait here and I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll see to it. Yeah, um, okay. I don't know what I'm doing. Hey, Tom Hiddleston, it's me, Owen Wilson. I've come for a portal to rescue into the MCU. I'm collecting all the Tom Hiddlestons, including this one. Oh, no! No, 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 no. I'm gonna do a Marvel, a Marvel, a Marvel. It's gonna be a Marvel. <laughs> I wanna do a Marvel. <laughs> Fuck all the SND. <laughs> One good thing, the podcast is just terribly sorry. It's terribly, terribly sorry. Oh, okay. I'm Paul Dreek. I'm what's just Edward. Do you know what the Paul boys have been missing? No. Is, oh, just, it feels like their stuff is always so well prepared. Like, they've really put a lot of work in and lots of notes and such. If only mm. they could one day just fucking improvise one entirely off the dome. Well, surprise, kids! I didn't have time to do any notes. <laughs> I did plot notes and I did quick fires, but I did nothing about the production of the movie or anything else. So this one's going to be off the dome. This is one of those special episodes where I did the most research. <laughs> I will be absolutely <laughs> depending upon you. Let's see what happens. Gaps, You'll all be sorry. <laughs> this is a see what happens. This is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we sing when we're nervous. Sing when we're nervous. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yes, this is indeed... Well, sorry. Sorry, just terribly sorry. Um, oh, God. Oh. Mm. 2010. Yes. Nope, not even that. This this is a TED episode. And you know what that means recently? <laughs> <laughs> it's that we can watch whatever the hell we feel like. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, anything. Yeah. Every 10 episodes, we reward ourselves for doing what we what we do uh, by watching anything that catches our imagination. And yeah. this time around, we have chosen Joanna Hogg's seminal masterpiece, 2010's Archipelago. Yes. I have no idea what I'm doing. Am I doing the right thing? I have no idea. I'm going away to Africa for 11 months. Why? Who knows? I'm sure you've... I'm sure you've done the right thing. Right, well, thanks for that, Edward. Edward, your face is in the sun. Sorry. Morty. 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 
did all that without notes. You don't need notes. You don't need any of us. I don't need notes. Notes have been actually holding me back. Pretty much. Yes. Uh, Joanna Hock, the excellent British film writer. Film writer, that's film right. Writer. You yeah. see, that's the sort of thing that does get weeded out by notes, is me just making up film writer. She is a film writer. She's also a director. It's true. Um, An she seems to have started up with um, she, a number of interesting things, but she s- seems to have left school in the 70s and then worked with Derek Jarman. Which is quite an elite sort of thing. Says here after a chance meeting in a patisserie Valerie in Soho. I was just going to. I didn't know patisserie Valeries have been around that long. Well, there you go. That's that's more the fool you for investing in a patisserie Valerie startup. God, I'm glad to read that because I do get the impression she is rather posh. Yes, but it's nice to know that she just. Well, I mean, patisserie Valerie is not exactly the the pastries <laughs> of the people. Oh, the Derek Jarman in a Greg's. Yeah. <laughs> That that would have been a cinematic odyssey. That's how Ben Wheatley um, <laughs> met Alice Lowe. <laughs> he, he met Alice Lowe siphoning um, old like day old ale from a keg at <laughs> <or> Weatherspoons. <laughs> oh, do you, you like want, to do this? Too? Do you want some? You ever seen Zardoz? <laughs> you haven't yet, Zardoz. So that's 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 the origin story there. And she borrows cameras off of him and starts sort of working about mm. it and makes a, a very early short film called Caprice, which is a early role for Tilda Swinton. <gasps> I've heard of her. You've heard of her. She's been in the beach. other Joanna Hogg movies. That's what she's mainly known for. <laughs> um, yeah, music videos and then a couple of episodes of TV, yeah. including an episode of EastEnders called Dot Story, which I'm pretty sure I remember correctly is the episode of EastEnders that is just Dot on her own, uh, t- being sad. Okay. That was a big deal at the time. I remember that being about the place, mm. about the braids. I think I remember Doc Cotton. She's like in the 90s already. She was very old and quite thin. Yeah. Yes, and had like short red hair and would say things like, oh, I don't know. Oh, yes. Lovable Doc yeah. Cotton. <laughs> Lovable Doc Cotton was an early Joanna Hogg creation. She was, <laughs> that was her origin episode where she falls into a vat of lava and comes out as Doc Cotton. <laughs> Joanna Hogg. <laughs> And she's been Doc Cotton ever since, and it's been marvellous, all of it. It's worked out well for us. So, she makes her first film, which is called Unrelated, which is actually the acting debut of Mr. Tom Hiddleston. Oh, so. cool. And this movie, Archipelago is his second film. Oh, wow. He's, he's so, like 28 in this, you, I think. Yeah, he's incredibly young, and it's very painful. See, that's that research. Oh, that's that research. I love it. It was no. just because you had to know. I, well, I was looking at him and thinking, how does this stack up against my life where I am now? Uh, <laughs> um, but also, he did look young. Yeah, and two years after this, he's Mr. Marvel, because this is 2010, his second fi- feature, mm. then Deep Blue Sea, yeah. Terence Davies, yep. then Not four, then the Avengers. Wow. And then the world. Yeah. That's bonkers. It is bonkers, and it's also crazy to look at his CV and realise he's not been very prolific these last few years. Yeah. Because well, the last, yeah. what was the last big thing he was in? High Rise? Nah, it's got to be something after. Oh, other than the Thor. I mean, I love Avengers. High Rise. Other than the whole four and Loki and all the rest of yeah. it, I'm not sure. Has there been anything much since High Rise? I can't really see anything much. An early man. He did a voice in Early Man since Kong Skull Island. Oh well, yeah, of course. Yeesh. He's, that was a while. He's ago. been a lot of yeah Marvel spin spin offs. Maybe that's enough. Also Crimson Peak, which is the first thing I think of with him because there was I saw Crimson Peak in cinemas twice i think uh, okay but on both occasions a line that got a big laugh was when he was desperately trying to reassure mia vasachowska hmm. by saying um that we'll go out and the line is we'll go out to the post office 
And that line always just got a massive laugh <laughs> both times because it's such a shit suggestion, Tom. <laughs> oh, the post office. Go back to Joanna Hogg, you fob. <laughs> Even though this was like, you know, this is set in the late 19th century, uh, 20th century, I think. In the late olden days. 19th century. Yeah. In the late olden days, it's the 19th century in uh, America. So the post yeah. office is probably the most crazy shit you've ever seen, son. I'd say, yeah. Wait, this... Wait, a we- only a week ago, this letter was 20 miles away. Wow. <laughs> and for £17, we can get that sent anywhere. <laughs> Truly, this is the age of kids. <laughs> anyway, Joanna Hogg, yes, yeah. she makes this as a second big feature film. Shot on location in the Isle of Scilly. Yes. I yes. Say. Basically, if you think England has a foot, which is Cornwall, this is the the thing that's it's kicking. Yes. Well, it's the, it's the Silly Isles, and it's a particular island on this on those. Tresco. Isles of Trisco. Tresco. I'm. I messed up all me vowels San in a sentence. There. Fran Tresco. Never mind, kids. We're going to Tresco. And uh, be sure to wear flowers in your hair, or the birds will. The, the seagulls will have at you if you don't. They'll fuck you up, son. They'll fuck you up, and they're thrown, absolutely thrown by the sight of a flower. I thought you were going to say they're thrown. They're seagull thrown. (laughs) By David Cameron, who's taken up, is filling up his days by hurling aquatic birds at people on the Isles of uh, Scilly, and it's a terrible plight. And it's one that Liz Truss has been reluctant to join him in, but is her fate. But did it nonetheless. Anyway. This is what happens when you don't get notes. It's just absolute Bollocks. But this film premiered, Uh uh, had its UK premiere anyway at the BFI London Film Festival Uh in 2010, the year after the first time I was there, and the year and five years before I regularly started attending. What a coincidence. What a coincidence. How uncanny. How uncanny indeed. Critics received it very well, I believe. So Manala Dogus says in the New York Times In scene after scene, meaning sneaks in and sometimes roars. Yes, it's, it's very true. That's what my notes say. And Jonathan Romney in Best Magazine Ever Written Sight and Sound <laughs> said, As much a downbeat comedy of bourgeois moors, Archipelago is a sort of claustrophobic horror story set in a place of no easy escape. It's just Brenton, <laughs> Welcome. It's some sort of horror story set in a ghastly place where nobody talks to each other and everyone's furious all the time because of how shit the weather is. Imagine such a thing. Yeah. This fantasy film. Yeah, it's Britain, mate. Yeah, but... <laughs> Everyone's sad and angry for for reasons they can't articulate. Everyone just goes around hating one another for for no real reason when they should be hating the people in yeah it's Britain yeah but nobody's fulfilled but still pressure each other to conform to their own unfulfilling lives. I don't want to look, mate. This is getting pretty fucking repetitive. <laughs> but it's damp and the joints hurt when you wake up in the morning, and it shouldn't because it's summer. <laughs> and then they put him in a box. <laughs> they put that man, Jonathan Romney, into the sight and sound box. Um. Conversely, Ray Bennett for The Hollywood Reporter said, gloomy and unrewarding. (laughs) Fuck off all Americans. You're all the same. It's England. (laughs) (laughs) What part of this don't you understand? (laughs) (laughs) Critics, uh, well, public, meanwhile, stayed away in their droves because I couldn't find any Google reviews, which you know are my favourites. They're the chocolates of the the movie world. Uh, Instead, uh... (laughs) <laughs> okay, yes, I'm immediately going to read this. Uh, this is from Postmortem Books on IMDb. Oh, yeah. The subject line is, The birds have better dialogue than the actors. <laughs> the, op- the opening scene has birds merrily singing in the background, and you settle yourself down to what you hope will be a treat to the eye at a Feston-style family bust-up, 
what you actually get for the next unterminable two hours is extended shots of scenes, out of which the characters have disappeared some minutes before, the characters having said very little or nothing, and moody landscapes with birds singing or wind blowing. Blow up anyone? Yeah, that's true. She did rip this entire thing off from Antonioni. Yeah, well, there you go. And again, Britain, mate. I don't know what you want. <laughs> it's not fucking... It's not Festin. It's not Dogma 95 Scandinavia. Mean? It's not Scandinavia where people eventually have crisis points and just lash out at each other. And <laughs> bizarre and bewildering expressions of, of frustrated yeah. love and rage. Instead, we just live disappointingly forever. Also, it's fucking fest. It's, it's, it's like settling down to this and being like, if you were expecting a wall-to-wall action blockbuster a la The Avengers Endgame, you'd be sorely disappointed. <laughs> do you know- Starring action star Tom yeah. Hiddleston. Do, do you know why? Because it's not the same kind of film as Festin. I love the idea that they settled down to the idea of Festin and were disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Uh. The film has... A certain score on certain films. Wow. Has 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. 80-something yeah. on Metacritic, I just saw. Hold on. Six point 82% on Metacritic. Nice. 6.3 on IMDb. Mm-hmm. 3.4 on Letterboxd, which seems like a cooler place than Google. Uh, Google, I think, yeah, 61% like the film. Hey, it's not so bad. That's not too bad. Some people on Google aren't it's cunts. Still the lowest Google score I think we've ever seen. <laughs> It's no Mordecai. Yeah, well, we we all know what to do with Google reviews. We just put them on a pedestal and worship them and um, do absolutely everything in our power to make them our own opinions. Well, it made enough money to allow Joanna Hogg to make exhibition. Seven pounds. Seven pounds. That was enough to make her next brilliant film. <laughs> the first with, um, well, Tom Hilson's in it. I think maybe Ayuadi might show up in it. But in any case, it was a brilliant, exhibition is great as well. And this film, Archipelago, is the one that Martin Scorsese saw because he's seen every film, <laughs> um, which led to their great partnership, which led to The Souvenir Part 1 and 2. Uh. And off we go into the future, merrily. She is much older than I thought. She is 63. Wow. Okay. The energy I got from the archipelago was of a much, much younger director. Yeah. But of course, she was working with Jarman in the 70s. So. Well, I mean, she uh, so she was 50 at the time of archipelago. I guess so. Yeah. The, the, the tricky yeah. thing is, 2010, Nell and I were talking about this yesterday. It's actually 13 years ago, which is ages. That is 13 years ago. I thought you were exaggerating for comedic effect for a minute. And then I thought, no, that's 13 years ago, son. <laughs> yeah. So that's 13 years is 13 years. It's 13 years. You could have had a kid when this movie came out, and he's old enough that you can't really keep putting him underwater now. <laughs> At least he'll fight back more effectively. And you, have to, and you will be disappointed in him, but that's okay. Yeah. He'll be disappointed in you. All right, Paul. All right. Paul, you floppy-haired fox. Uh, oh. <laughs> What's one thing about Archipelago? I started this as if I had something to read after I started <laughs> saying it. What's one thing about Archipelago that made you want to send back the fish? That <laughs> really, really oh. hurt, actually. Um... <laughs> uh, I gotta say, Paul, Tom Tom Hiddleston's look here of that, that like foppish, that oh, foppish. Yeah. It looks like an et- an Etonian uh, suddenly yeah. wanted to dress bohemian, and this is their idea of what bohemian <laughs> is. Uh, <laughs> alternating no, sure bits of, of corduroy and jumpers and jackets, and, and the fop the foppiest hair, uh, the foppishest He's hair. So He's so foppy, is the thing. And it was oh. wonderful to watch him bounce bounce around obliv- obliviously and yet traumatised. 
<laughs> obliviously to how much everybody just absolutely despises him and yet also very aware of yeah him. at the same time but for different reasons <laughs> just just doing the british thing of just assuming that people don't think the worst of you surely they can't think as badly of me as i think they do yeah and then you'll always be look unpleasantly surprised when a family member speaks up <laughs> but look how nice i'm being to them they can't hate me for this um and yet behaving <laughs> sure. as though everybody does hate you so britain <laughs> britain so yes the film is we, we we're on an island um, we're on the isle of um of silly a very remote desolate kind of windswept but often beautiful kind yeah. of place um tiny little island uh that cornwall is pointed at and yeah. everybody there is perfectly fine until tom hiddleston shows up to be just in everybody's way all the time <laughs> to hover a bit to to hang to cling to the scenery <laughs> and just to walk off in so an opposite just, direction uh, where he doesn't have anything to say to just be in between you and the bit that you need <laughs> The bit of the, uh... the bit of oxygen that you need. <laughs> sorry, can I just um? Oh, yes, uh, yes. Oh, oh, I can help. I haven't unpacked, so you can easily have that on if you want to. I just did that last night. I don't mind. Well, choose. Honestly, I I really don't mind. It's your trip. <laughs> I don't mind. I, I tell you what, you oh come on, just you stay it. in there. Don't be it's so fine. nice. Fine. I'll um. Really? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It's a family. Yes. We have mum Patricia and sister Cynthia. Yes. And brother. They're having Edward. Hiddleston over because he's off to Africa to do some very important work. Yeah. Well, it's a family. This could be a prequel to All My Friends Hate Me. <laughs> it is. Um, um, and they went. They went fucking hard <laughs> with All My Friends Hate Me. Um, they term. They term. <laughs> they t two Judgment Days archipelago. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. This, 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 is anyone here? <laughs> this is a family, a family holiday, Paul. They all, they all come to Tresco for a lovely family holiday. It is their home, right? Um, I, I thought that because... they were all leaving because the cleaners come in and. Oh no, they they are leaving, but it. No, you're right. So it couldn't have been. It's just they take a painting down. But there's a lot yeah, to be I, said about that. I painting. think it's a holiday home. We'll talk about it's that. a holiday home. They it's a holiday home, and they decided to take the painting down, and it's interesting why. Okay. So, yes, it's a family. They're in a holiday home. Um, they've also invited the estranged husband, Dad. Yes. Uh, he's rather busy being estranged, but he will be along soon. It takes ages to be estranged. It's a full time. You've really got it. You can't just start unpicking estrangement and, and, and it'd be okay. <laughs> he's worked bloody hard and people and, and, and women in society don't respect that nearly enough. Uh, yeah. But Well, speaking of women not being respected nearly enough is uh, Hiddleston's uh, not-estranged girlfriend also wanted to come, and he wanted her to come, but no, absolutely no outsiders, just family, except Rose, the cook they yeah. hired. <laughs> and, uh, and the painter, Christopher, they hired to, to teach And the painter who will spend a lot of time yeah. around. <laughs> um, but apart from, yeah, that, apart from that, no family. Yeah. No, only, only family. Uh, no, no family. Oh, my God. Look, when I say no, I just mean no to you. So um <laughs> to what you want but, and, and but they're giving him a Shit. lovely send-off only family allowed um just being me yeah. and my family me and my kids because um edward is going off it's not a gap uh, year it's not a gap yeah. year he's, he's he's going away to no. africa he's well and truly out of university but yeah. he's off to africa to help them with all the aids they've yeah. got to help to help stop it basically he's gonna stand, stand oh, yeah, there with a windbreaker very much anti yeah you've got to be nowadays um, and and yeah, so he so he's going there. It's not a, it's not a gap year. Definitely not a gap year. But he does like to to talk about it. He's got a few things to say. He about does it. enjoy talking about. In it. fact, it's so... the only thing he's able to string a sentence together f- about. I know there's a kind of Western fatigue about AIDS. I think, and but it's still huge there. Everyone's yeah. you know, ever since 
the 80s, the mid-80s, when people sort of understood what a big deal it was. And now in Africa, it's as big a deal as it ever was. And, but we just don't, we've got a bit tired of mm. hearing about it. Mm. And it's killing people all the time. Mm. And you don't think it's a lost cause? No, of course it's not a lost cause. <laughs> God bless him. At dinner, things get a bit worse, though. We get a sense of the mother being just appalled by nearly everything. <laughs> and Sister Cynthia being an absolute dick. Yeah. It's not a gap, POC. Mm. I really want you to understand that. No, I'm, I'm, you know, it sounds great. I mean, of course it's wonderful to what you're doing. It's really great. I just, <laughs> um, perhaps you could have done it a few years ago. This is, it's quite a different. Step I'm not just... with your generation. Yeah, he's doing it now. Then you could now. just get on with getting a job and um, working like the rest of us. He's had a job. <laughs> oh, I'll never feel any sympathy for her. Uh, oh, not once. And Hiddleston is a British man, so he's just rubbish. Not a bad person, just not very good. You know, like the Northern line. Yeah, <laughs> it's all right. It's just, it's just, it's just a bit avoid if possible. It's not. It's, yeah, it's just not very good, is it? No, <laughs> but he, but he, he takes a bit of a shining to the hired help um, for whatever reason. Yes, he does. It, like, it probably just he feels goes, a bit sorry for her and wants to be seen as an everyman. So he try, like offers to just, just be around and, and help her with everything, uh, and, and including breathing, walking. <laughs> existing <laughs> yes and christopher is here who the mum i get the impression quite likes and uh yes well everybody quite likes everybody him, quite likes him and well the mum like he's the only person the mum again can string an entire sentence together for <laughs> well actually most people just want to paint the view but <laughs> which is the starting point but uh, that's where i started but it, as you get older i suppose you you want to say something with with it so it's a bit of sort of a strange thing I'm teaching. I'm teaching very specific, focused uh, things to do. And yet, I'm also introducing the idea of chaos as well. Um, and that's part of this kind of wonderful, well, sort of journey. It's like this two-horse race that you're galloping <laughs> off into no man's land. Uh, uh, with these two, with these two horses, I suppose. So Christopher is here. He's Mr. Painter, and he and Tom Hiddleston often exist in similar spaces to each other for extended periods of time, and that's real affection between British men. Yeah, most of so the time. I think they bond quite a bit. Yeah, I, I think that's a companionable silence most of us could only dream of. Uh, and and <laughs> yes, uh, problem is, Paul can't all just hang out with oh. Christopher all of the time. They've got to spend time together as a family. Yay. Well, they can do that at the, at the picnic. Oh, the mum's not feeling well. Well, that's that fuck. Then it's time to downscale the picnic. Oh, Christopher's coming. Brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. He can just talk. Uh, I don't know what the mother's problem is, though. The picnic's only seven miles away via walking. They walk an, a several islands worth in order to get yeah. there. Anyway, they... just a bit longer to go. So why are you such a fuck up, Tom? <laughs> Asks the sister. <laughs> Sorry, says Tom. It's a shame. Just... Having been given the opportunity, it was all pretty set up. There's an awful lot you can't do when you're doing that kind of work. Not exactly nourishing. Pity you couldn't stick at it just for a bit longer. Must be a bit embarrassing for Dad. Whilst the mother says, is it worth going to Africa to fight AIDS? You don't think it's a losing battle? (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Ah, Britain. Everybody, Britain. And... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and and Tom Hiddleston yeah. stands up for himself. He goes, well, 
and then in the next scene well the next well after the picnic's over um christopher urges them to take some quick spontaneous work in order to get some paintings done which i gwen yes yes but they get back to the house oh good the estranged husband is calling that'll be news that he's nearby i expect probably in in in, yeah. in, in keeping with the ways of estranged husbands and uh oh. <laughs> always nearby yeah. not long he says probably and uh <laughs> he speaks to yeah speaks to the mum on the phone and she's like yes it's all very fantastic very 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 good very nobody's crying yet it's the best we've ever yeah. done yeah well yeah no, t- 27 hours and counting well See you soon. rose the cook mm. she does up some lobsters which hiddleston uh finds a terrible shame yes it's uh Nothing a long and vivid description of their painful deaths won't help, so thanks, Rose. (laughs) So the way that we learnt was to put them into sort of tepid water, you know, sort of warmish. Yeah. And then bring, and as you bring the water up to a boil or a simmer, they will automatically fall into a coma, basically. And then they'll die peacefully. Right. Rather than, um, you know, putting them in a thing of boiling water. Which is like gassing well, it's, them. Yeah, it's like torturing them. Yeah. Which is not, you know, not fair. I mean, none of it's fair, really. But <laughs> it's probably not a conversation you want to have, being a vegetarian. He, uh, he then subsequently gets his revenge by putting her into the most awkward moment ever filmed. <laughs> and similarly to putting lobsters in tepid water so they fall into a coma... <laughs> His manner eases everybody well into the next scene before anyone's realised what's happened. Uh, <laughs> well, they can't just sit around eating these terrible lobsters all day, so it's time to go out for a nice lunch at a fancy restaurant. It's um, surely going to be hard to be immensely awkward in this empty room. Could you excuse me just one moment, mate? Hmm. Fucking say what's wrong! <laughs> Where do you want to sit? <laughs> just say something! Do you sit here? Um, yeah. Whatever you'd like, darling. Would you like this? This is good, isn't it? In the middle. Uh, do you want to look out the window? Should we go? Let's go th- this one. Yeah, nice to have a view, isn't it? Are you cold? It's looking a bit bleak. Uh, all right. Well, um, where do you want? Where do you want to sit? Where should we sit? Everyone? This one's good, isn't it? Five, isn't it? that's right? Here. Great. Oh. You don't look convinced, Mum. What is it? Um. Should you want to go that one? All right, okay. Do you think so? Come on, then, let's move on that one. <laughs> so much choice, might as well get it right. <laughs> Mum, you don't look convinced. <sighs> oh. oh, God. Oof. Oof. Oh. Woof. Oh. Yeah. Well, look. The mum was quite annoying in that scene, so the audience might be sympathising with the sister, so let's do something <laughs> about that. Quick, quick. This isn't done properly. That's already pink. Really? Yeah, it shouldn't be like that. No, it shouldn't be like that at all. (laughs) Wait for 25 minutes and then... Look. Well, isn't yours bad, Mum? I I think mine's fine. You don't have to say it's fine if it's not. I mean, we've paid, so we can easily send it back. It's fine. Mine's definitely not fine at all. Well, should we get somebody over? Because, look, that's actually quite dangerous to eat it like that, isn't it? That, that. Yeah, I mean, if you're not happy with it, then... No, well, there's just no point in not complaining when you're in a restaurant with the one day out. Excuse me. Is your, everything else is all right, is it? Yeah, seems good. Yeah. You OK there? Hi, uh, no, this isn't um, cooked properly in the middle. Oh. Yeah. Awfully sorry about that. Um, would you like right. me to get you 
A new one, or would you...? Um, I think I'll just have something else, actually. Maybe I'll just have a soup. Because that's actually quite dangerous, I think, if you eat that. Mum, don't you want to send yours back? It's fine. So you don't have to say it's fine. I'm sending mine back, so... I've eaten some. It's fine. Fine, all right. There we are. Thank you very much. OK, would you...? Soup. Great, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Do you think, actually, can that. I have a word with the chef? Because that's actually quite dangerous. Yeah, no Thank problem. You. I'll just go and get him for you. Thanks. You don't have to sit quietly, and you don't have to look at me now. You're making a massive scene, like, how embarrassing. The c it's not cooked properly. It's dangerous. It'd be nice if I didn't sit here with everyone just in silence around me. Oh, well. Oh, that's the only problem with the food she has for the rest of the movie. I'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> oh, Dad's on the phone again. Oh, brilliant. oh he'll be here Really, soon. really, Come. really, 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 really fine. Oh, get over here. Come join the party. Come on, it's only going to last for so long. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not crying. <laughs> this vibe can't last forever. <laughs> Before I murder my <laughs> family. Um, and <sighs> after she's done singing the song that we've all sung once or twice a day. Uh, <laughs> uh, we do get the impression the restaurant scene might have um, convinced the audience that the sister is just an absolute monster. So best to have a scene of her crying alone to build up some empathy. <laughs> Um, yeah. They don't cut to the waiter or the chef, though. How are they getting on? Yeah. They're fine. They're not. Yeah, they're, they're, to they're totally fine. They're fine. <laughs> they're <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston, obviously, uh, after that uh, dinner scene, he walks out of the restaurant without saying a thing, oh, and has a, has a quick sob to himself. And uh, oh yeah, the healthy like way. That. Everyone's having a, everyone's having a little quiet sob. Yeah. And um, oh, a nice art lesson in the living room. Oh, oh fuck! Here comes Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, would you mind just uh, would you mind just leaving, please? We're actually. You, you make everybody very uncomfortable. Oh, yes, I'll... Um, yes, and the, yes. And I'll, then he doesn't leave. Yes, I'll just... He just stands. I'll just yeah. go. Is it... Sorry, shall I... Do you mind if I... No, no. No, I just... Uh, I, could, I could just... Sorry. Um, oh, no. I seem to have uh, made it rather worse, haven't I? Um, oh, dear. All right. All right. I'll just see if I can... Sorry, if I could just... If I could just... Uh, no. Okay, 17 minutes he does that. <laughs> it ends with him kneeling behind the sofa with his head clearly visible. and um, uh, <laughs> No one else was in the room. Everyone else had left. <laughs> gone off to just do, just live, have an amazing day, in fact. Um, <laughs> they really can't beat that DM after they just decided to leave the room. Oh, God. Is, 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 is pheasants, it's, pheasant time, is it? Is A it lovely brace well, of it's, pheasants. It's not always... He's not always lost for words because um, it's time for a good dinner time story that he tells everyone uh, <laughs> about about the people dying. But story time's over, so it's time for an argument. Yeah, um, so you're gonna split up? No, we're not gonna split up. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do. I mean, it, actually, frankly, it would have been nice to have had her here with us now. I don't really see why she couldn't have come. She couldn't really come here, could she? Because it was like a family holiday. Well, actually, she could have come. Cynthia, and you may refer to it as a family holiday, but she actually feels like family to me in that I'm attached to her, and she's someone who's significant in my life, and she could have come. Well, it's not really family, is it? That's just someone you're attached to. You've been out for a year and a half. So you think the year and a year and a half is nothing, that I'm going away for 11 months and a year and a half is Well, you obviously nothing. think it's nothing if you're going away for 11 months. Can't be the top priority in your life, can it? Yes, Hiddleston proves so incapable of defending himself against his sister that God steps in and puts some shot in her food to try and level out the playing yeah. field a bit. And everybody goes, oh, God, you absolute legend. We all know this is her weak point. 
And it just kept... it was, it's really she goes off and complains about restaurant again. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I just think it's dangerous. There's shot in this pheasant. I didn't. You left days ago. <laughs> it's just not good. Why are my nails bitten all the way down? And and and, and she <laughs> my nails. She disappears and um for yeah. for several hours and it's raining, which is just Britain. And uh, eventually yeah. she comes back and the mum goes up to have a lovely little oh, a little, little, chat. little chat where, just, where they patch things up. Things are getting a bit fraught. Oh, good. The dad's on the phone again. <laughs> he's got he's got to be crazy close at this. Oh, stage. God. He must be outside doing a prank. <laughs> Speaking of crazy close. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, even though this is not the film that you could generally speaking spoil. Yeah. Maybe we should leave there on the cliffhanger. I believe so. <gasps> what will the dad say? Is the dad going to show up? Who's going to play the dad? And why is it Michael Shannon? <laughs> Hello, sorry I'm late. <laughs> I heard that there were ten- there was tension here. <laughs> well, don't worry about that. It's me. I can put that right. Comic relief. And then he does that <laughs> smile of his. <laughs> the iconic <laughs> fetching smile that we all know him for. That's the, oh, that's the money maker. Well, mate, that's as much of Michael Shannon's archipelago <laughs> as I'd like to recount. What a... Yeah, so first of all, had you seen this before? No, I hadn't. Um, over ah. over Christmas, uh, or just before Christmas, in fact, we were made aware of uh, Play DVD, which is a brilliant uh, uh, ah. movie store in Melbourne, in the CBD, um, with just a fantastic range of, of independent, like, foreign cinema. Foreign being, you know, including British. It was very hard to get a hold of any oh, John yeah. Hogg. So after buying a whole bunch of um, Fellini and Wong Kar Wai and whatnot, and and whatnot, why? Uh, the yeah. <laughs> in, in the end, I approached. I, I risked having a conversation with another human being to say, "Hey, could oh. we potentially order in Archipelago and the Souvenir Part One and Two? And um, after a little bit of um, just just screaming and shaking their head and and, and smashing the, the computer monitor around the place. They're like, oh yeah, we can get you one from Britain. Actually, it's going to cost a lot, but here we go. Um, and I'd always I'd always intended to, okay. and I sort of made it my mission to get through this pile. And I watched a few over Easy, Christmas, mate. and then didn't get around to any more. So when we were trying to decide what to watch this this week, I've, I've suddenly I yeah. remembered I had this pile of DVDs that I really, really, really wanted to watch. Yeah, Mark yeah, Pelago is in there. Good stuff. Well, let's return to that pile when we do yeah. this because yeah, there's some good stuff there in some there. Good ones. I hope this new place is a little more um <laughs> on it because I remember the place you took me to when we were hoping to get a copy of Peter Strickland's In Fabric. Oh yeah. Uh which had recently been released in D V D in the UK. And I remember we just spoke to him and it was and he was just like, No, it's not out yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh I I saw it at the London Film Festival last year and I it was released in cinemas sort of two months ago. Mm. It was like, No, it's not out yet, mate. That was a different, yeah. That was a different time in a different place. <laughs> um, this other place is probably mm, two, three, two, three times the size, it. and if not, they would have been Ooh. able to order it in from from Britain. So if you'd have just hung around for a, for a couple Strickland. of months, yeah, they they've, they've got everyone's number, <laughs> blackmail, you know. So it's un unreasonable terms, that, you know. They're in contact with everybody, but it's can't argue with those results, mate. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Well, speaking of having everyone's numbers, sometimes it's sight and sound. The casualness with which they will refer to somebody yeah. is just fucking alarming. The other day they were just like, oh, um, we've had a call from John Glazer. Mm. John Glazer? Absolutely not. The director of Under the Skin <laughs> and The Sexy Beast. That is Jonathan Glazer. From... So you treat his name with reverence. <laughs> from J-Dog, Glazed Dog. 
<laughs> from Jake Lazers. <laughs> from Jake Lizzle. Twat. This what I give. What if he could have his dildo back? Bah, 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 twat, Actually twat says, face. Hope you called him a twat, Actually mate. Actually says, bah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> on your head knob. <laughs> on your knob, so, Speaking of on your head yeah. knob, um, I I discovered uh, Joanna Hogg with Exhibition. Yes. That was the first one of hers I saw, which is the next film. And loved it. Loved the menacing sort of nature of it. I saw it around the same time as The Duke of Burgundy, and it was a nice double bill, yeah. I think, of sort of disaffected people. Um, obviously, Strickland's film is a bit more... Um, out there mm-hmm. but exhibition had this wonderful sense to it this sense of melancholy and a slight a slight menace to it as well which i really liked and it was very very london very yeah, yeah. very, uh, very, very stately london. that's what her films feel like at this stage there's a stateliness yeah. to it which i think souvenir part two sort of saw her kind of shrug off and yeah okay. something a bit wilder a bit madder um but yeah this this i, I then went back sort of retrospectively watched the the other sort of um I haven't seen the first one. Actually, unrelated, but um, un- yeah, unrelated. I haven't. But you seen have that. seen Dot Story, so I've seen Dot Story. Oh yeah, I've seen Dot Story. We've all seen Dot Story. We've all England, seen, it's required. Have viewing. to, yeah. Um, they actually they we put that on in the middle Dot of the story. coronation just to keep us, you know, feeling loyal. <laughs> so I saw Archipelago a while ago, and then I saw it again in lockdown. Mm. And at Ooh, that lovely. point, I, I think I must have messaged to you. <laughs> I saw it in 2020 yeah. when I was dreaming of a disappointing holiday. <laughs> Um, and I found a message to you where I think I said to you, I must have said something to you because you then sent me a message saying I've 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 pre-ordered Archipelago or something like that. Or, yeah, okay. Um, uh, it really struck me the second time. Yeah. Around. I think it just. What did you think of it? Oh, I loved it. Um, it. I, I I was curious to see whether or not it would trigger that um that cringe or that embarrassment. Bone. Oh but yeah. Honestly, not even comparatively to something like All My Friends Hate Me, I I I didn't mm. suffer that really at all even the horrendous even the horrendous dinner scene i clearly family (laughs) like family (laughs) embarrassment just isn't um maybe i'm just inured to it at this point and that's right i hate my family um but uh but that aside i absolutely loved it there was it it just feels so unique um if if Mm. it feels unique uh the 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 framing like the way everything is staged you're just given this this picture of every scene. There's no like yeah. the, the, every, every scene or most scenes, except for maybe the bike ride um, at the beginning, is a like static camera, stationary camera, and you just get yeah. a window into a room of people walking, you know, coming in and out, and seeing how their presence affects the dynamic. And it yeah. just straight away. I just realized that rather than get shot reverse shot and a, a, a camera or a director telling you what's important or what to focus on, just given every little awkward pause, every little like eye wandering over shoulder or yeah. looking out the window for just hoping to God for a distraction or something else to talk about, or, or just the awkwardness yeah. of, in the way humans hold themselves when they're just listening to somebody talk. Um, and, yeah. and in all of that, there is so much said in every scene. Um, it, it felt like it felt it was so immersive. It, I, mm. I, I wondered if that kind of I've always wondered if that kind of stylistic choice would be jarring or like authorial or just do anything to like remind me of the fact that I'm watching a film. But it was the complete opposite. Um, mm. and, I, and, and I just thought what it showed about this this family and their ability to communicate with one another. 
um as opposed yeah. to you know an uh, an outsider um yeah was fascinating and the way the film developed and uh, developed the characters as well um the artist christopher actually sums it up later on in the movie it pretty much just tells you how the film has been structured um yeah uh by giving you these little glimpses um to like help you get a better idea of each of these characters and 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 how they work and eventually they fill out fill them out and leave you to join the dots uh on their stories and like how they hit their history as a family the mum and dad dad being estranged has affected them all it's just masterful yeah yeah it really is it's incredible and yeah that style is it's really unique and it's really special and feels very just sort of authentic to the experience um I think uh, her influences. She's she cited um, Eric Roma, the sort of French yeah. director, of sort of again and, and yeah, there is a lot of that yeah. in there, but it's it's a very British take on Roma because yeah. Roma's French, so when he makes movies like Pauline at the Beach, mm. which is just a profoundly effective sort of um, almost comedic farce yeah. movie about a mother and daughter who go on holiday and then get into all sorts of romantic entanglements mm. predicated around misunderstandings and such, yeah. but not in a zany kind of farcical way, in a very um oh in a very just naturalistic way yeah. naturalism is the big priority yeah. she also cites yasujiro ozu yes and you can tell that she loves Chantal Ackerman okay. because the whole still cameras you know barely any movement distance mm. Chantal Ackerman in particular like distance from the subject and just sort of indifference almost to whether or not the main characters are occupying that particular space yeah. but also plenty of shots with them not occupying that space in order to create this sort of I don't know, this sense of passivity mm. almost within the whole thing, and yet to have so much drama in it. There's just so many moments of framing where it just feels so believable. A tiny moment, mm. the first time we see them all in the house and are arguing about which room to yeah. have. <sighs> I just, I, it felt so evocative, yeah. like you were just there in that hallway yeah. listening to this. Something to do with the sound design as well, which is just flawless. Yeah. Um, the echo as they turn to like go up the stairs and talk what, and continue talking. It just... I don't know, the reverberation yeah. <laughs> around this tiny little wooden British house. Just, I don't know, it, it just, it really spoke to and me. That and that scene immediately tells you exactly who the characters are. Yes, immediately. absolutely. It's it's effortless. Yeah. Like, the sister is frustrated. The mother and is just quietly disappointed by everything. Passive aggressive. Yeah. And Tom Hiddleston's just a bit wet. Just, just such wet. a pushover. <laughs> and yeah. And, and completely withdrawn and like self-effacing. Yes, we should name uh, all three of the actors in this because it's a three-hander essentially yeah. between Tom Hiddleston as Edward. You've got Kate Fahey as the sister, Patricia. Mm-hmm. No, as the mother, Patricia. Yep. And Lydia Leonard as Cynthia, uh, the sister. Yes. Um, the sister, weirdly, Lydia Leonard not been in a tremendous no. amount. She was in Last Christmas. Okay. Um, but you really get, like she reminded me a lot of Ruth Wilson. Oh yeah. In yeah, terms yeah. of just having a, a, a real sort of sternness, mm. but a, a real humanity at the heart of yeah. it. Um and then Rose is Amy Lloyd, who I, I can't find much about uh when no, she's done. A couple of other things, um, but very you know, very Yeah uh, very small career at the moment. Well she she picks her actors really mm. well. Um because Christopher Baker, of course, not is yes. not an actor, he's an actual yes. artist. Um which you know, speaks to a very bohemian thing. And he she, she's done that as well. 
nowadays she's more likely to cast people like Tilda Swinton and her daughter yeah. or um you know Richard Ayoade yeah. but still have background roles support uh, filled mm. by people who feel really authentic and that was that um, was great because when yeah. when Christopher Baker first shows up and he's talking about um abstraction in yeah. art um yes abstraction is it's, his first thing it's, which, it's, at which point i do make the note he's a bit insufferable <laughs> but it, it's it's also really charming he really cares about what he's that, talking that's about. it it was it was really charming and it felt like yeah it, it was only made awkward to me when the camera kind of reveals that he's talking to the mum and, and daughter and then there's something artificial about yeah. the discussion but but like you can tell that he's not He's not doing it to be. He's not doing. He's not like. Wanky. Yeah, he's not. He's, he's not trying to show. He's not like off. a Woody Allen uh, character, you know, he, he, um, um, like a pedant or or self-aggrandizing. He's just so passionate about yes. it, and it's lovely to hear him speak about it. Um, it is, and it no, it absolutely it is because lends, it recalls yeah. like um, Agnes Varda. She made a yeah. short film where she goes to meet her uncle. I can't remember what it's called. It's called My Uncle, and then his name. Yeah. But he's such a fucking cool guy. He's living on like a canal yeah. boat and he's an artist and he's the coolest dude you've ever seen in your life. It reminds you kind of of that. Like, yeah. And it's weird because you do get the impression he's just on holiday. He's not like this beautiful bohemian. He's not like Derek. Well, he is. Oh, God. Maybe he's Derek Jarman. <laughs> maybe that's the parallel because Derek Jarman had his cottage out in the middle of nowhere uh, okay. um, where he would go out and do his great work. So maybe this is a Jarman. Maybe. But I assume, you know, Baker also, yeah. you know, kind of has. They would have based this somewhat on. Yeah, well, it just it just lends the whole thing verisimilitude, and yeah. uh, and like the the film is already oozing with the stuff, but just decisions like yeah. that to cast someone like Christopher Baker to play Christopher is again masterful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the performers are fantastic. Lydia Leonard as Cynthia, yeah. she's so oh god, the, yeah. she's just bristling with anger throughout that yeah. you eventually come to yeah, understand frustration yeah frustration and just just desperate to be honest to her parents about uh a lot and <laughs> and and it's just yeah. wonderful the way that's revealed it's kind of teased out so your your sympathies are generally <laughs> against her to begin with because of how domineering she is yeah. and and um uncompromising but it all it all fits yeah um and it's just it gives you this cross section yeah. of this family's life and it's so it's so compassionate at the same time as being you know it's it it's, really is it is bleak and funny um in the way in the way that life <laughs> often is that you that you have to yeah. find a lot of life it is um yeah it's almost dark humor really yeah in its stylings but you get to find out so little about Cynthia, I, I feel. Yeah. Like, like, you don't get to hear a great deal about what she's got going on. But you do no. get the sense that she rather expects Hiddleston to sort of pull his weight. And yeah, I don't know, like, you, you do see it. It's interesting because it's not a relationship I have with a sibling. But it's yeah. really interesting to see that sort of concern yeah. for their well-being manifest as just sort of irritation. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's It's... Mm. The the it it just seems like so, and so much is unresolved on top of that with the parents being mm. you know the father being yes. estranged that she uh, Cynthia clearly has a lot of anger towards her mum for not being more um yeah. uh like ass, like assertive when the dad has failed mm. them and and probably sees the well in general I think yeah yeah 
just i mean as, just assertive as, in general yeah true and and it, and it's sad when you see them um when patricia the mum when she's talking to christopher how animated she is and how expressive yeah and, and how just like emotionally honest her and christopher have this wonderful chat about having children and you know it ends with the platitudes yeah. kind of um of the mum uh, of patricia but it's worth it in the end yeah and 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 you know yeah. kind of it kind of is in the movie and but it's also kind of <laughs> yeah a platitude um but but she she comes alive is, yeah. and as soon as the children come into the scene she she stops yeah she clams up and she just stares into the distance yeah and you can tell it like whatever yeah. she's feeling whether it's guilt or or just the horror or <laughs> or, or, or whatever um it's so everything is so tightly um intertwined um yeah you know with the family dynamic it's yeah and then their performances get that across so so well and and they've they've really taken to the the you know improvisational style um yeah expertly indeed two things i would like to discuss before um before we move on to quickfire first of all is i really like the idea that what we're seeing of tom hiddleston's character is kind of the female gaze it's johanna hogg's sort of impression Mm. of this character Mm. and that's really interesting to me because this character would so much be the sort of main character of other films because you know it'd be the sort of director's relation point and i have no doubt that you know johanna hogg relates to that character that she's felt that series that sense of aimlessness and a quarter life crisis as it gets called um but it's also really interesting to just see to just see the concept of a man <laughs> just being this sort of very tall, Horrifying. slightly awkward thing yeah. that's not very good at communicating yeah. and <laughs> just kind of lumbers awkwardly in rooms. Yeah. And that was kind of amazing to me to see. Yeah. I, I, I really loved that. Yeah, he, he was he was really something. He was uh, hovering at yeah. the edge of every hovering at the edge but in the middle geographically of every single yeah. scene um yeah just 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 hiding in aloofness as he contemplated you know yeah. adding a word to the end of every sentence he spoke um it was yeah he was such a confused <laughs> confused individual um uh, it was really so something confused. to see confused <laughs> it was second thing last thing uh-huh. is um the picture they took down mm. Here's I've just shared my screen. There's a picture here of it on the wall. Yeah. So is this earlier, perhaps before they take it down? So no, that's at the, the end. A bit in the background. It's a. That's at the yeah. end. That's after they've put it yeah. back up. Yes, he sits down to look at it because he's not happy with it. Yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. that shot now. He puts the picture back up and he's like, "Oh, it's not quite quite yeah. level. It's the ceiling. The ceilings are wonky, aren't they? Yeah. And then he just sits down and could, and then it's like that'll do. But then sits down and just stares dead at it. So yeah. He's still just trying to figure out what's. Okay, so why did they take the picture down? The picture is of a tumultuous sea with yeah. a figure in it, right? On a mm, boat? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, uh, and they the, they explain to um, Rose why they took mm. it down. I love Rose as well, by the way. Oh, it's yeah. just this practical woman. Just yeah. She's going to come up quite a bit in quick fact. Yeah. She was great. And just such a good contrast to all of them. Um, she asked why it came down. And uh, I think the mother just says, well, it's just sort of horrible. Mm. So what do, we, what do we make of that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's um, something that the father owned or the father insisted be put up. Yeah. Um, well, the references to the father is that he's quite posh, isn't he? Because oh, he's, yeah, they he's talk a, about him shooting. He's a shooter, yeah. 
Yeah, and the, and Hiddleston's rubbish impression of him is of him. Yeah, being oh, and that's so heartbreaking as well when he scores a success with a with an early impression and makes people laugh, and then keeps trying it every now and then to yeah. diminish results throughout the weekend. Yeah, God, God. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't I don't really know what to make of it other than assuming it was uh, related to the father Stressful. somehow. Yeah. Yes, I got that impression to the point when I thought it was their place. Yeah, they do own it. You know, or like a holiday home or something. Yeah. They do own it, right? That's what I wondered. Yeah. So maybe the father painted it or something. I don't know. Very. Maybe. Very odd. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she has a thing for painters. Maybe that's the mum's type. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Anyway, what's to consider? But we can consider that whilst we quickfire. In silence later. <laughs> quickfire. Um, well, I like the the yeah, introduction of Christopher at the very beginning. Um, the you've got this lovely, well, like a peaceful cove or shore, and then this abstract ish. Well, not abstract, but it's just um, like a almost the colours reminded me of like a munch or something. Um, uh, the the landscape he was painting, and it's so dramatic and angry yeah. compared to what was painting. I just love that as an introduction. <laughs> Yeah, that's really good. Uh, speaking of great introductions, I really love the awkwardness of the bikes. They're, mm. they're riding bikes, yes. mother and and daughter, looking quite quite happy mm. and smiling pleasantly ahead. Then cut to just Tom Hiddleston sat on the back of a truck just in front of them, just smiling awkwardly, the grin, yeah. not knowing whether it's okay to stop smiling. It's, oh, oh, God. Yeah. That's just, wonderful. Just beautiful. <laughs> a really, really good way to kick the whole thing off and just lay out what this is going to be about. Yeah. And then, yeah, again, that dynamic, the interplay in choosing the room when they're on the landing, um, when Tom yeah. is like mumbling his way through, um, I would say yeah. Edward, and then Cynthia just interrupts with a, don't be so nice. And it, that, <laughs> that yeah. it, it is the dynamic uh, as far as this goes. Yeah, it's, that's her. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, uh, that's really good. And, and I love the way dialogue sounds. Yeah. I don't know how much of this was improvised. I don't know if that's part of her process, but... Yes, I seem there's to. Just, I, there's such a naturalism to it. Yeah, I, I was reading up about it yesterday. I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, yeah improvisation is is a big part of it. Um, yeah. Oh, ev- I, I love how just everybody fucking hates it when Hiddleston talks to Rose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, um, I better get back, but um, it won't be long. Um, great. Great. Well, yeah. whenever you're ready. Okay. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Do you want to finish that for me? Hmm. They you don't have to. She's used to it. She can just go in there. She does all the time. Darling, I don't think we need to whisper. <laughs> all right, yeah. Because it's the first time she walks through the room. She just walks through the room. Yeah. And he just decides to engage in conversation. And the sister just visibly bristles. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Why? Yeah. Can we just not? Yeah. And... He he, uh, and then he says the wonderfully rubbish thing to her of just where are you from, and she says, and he's like, oh, that's almost up to Cambridge, and she goes, um, and he said he then immediately corrects to, well, on the way, yeah, <laughs> because I've got everything's on the way, yeah. <laughs> it's a great sudden backpedal. It's really good. Yeah, that that conversation does go on for far too long because uh, as soon as you think, oh, oh she's got God. an out, she can leave. He asks another question, and it, uh, just yeah, but she the yeah. tritest. <laughs> the most trite, banal stuff. And, but she's so lovely and professional that she makes all of their scenes together so charming because 
for for a while I thought oh she you know well, she she enjoys talking to him uh, but then eventually it, it gets to the point where it's yeah. clear that she just needs him to leave <laughs> yeah it's amazing and it's just and she's so natural like the scene yeah. of her talking to the guy and asking how to pluck yes the pheasants morning hi all well hi I'm Rose nice I'm, to meet you Steve I'm, I'm cooking for the family ideal I bought hi. you a brace of birds from the shoot the other day yeah great I didn't know you were coming the family they've gone for a walk no so. they've rather sprung it on you <laughs> Then. Yes, you have. <laughs> yeah, so I brought you a nice brace. They've been hung for three days, three or four days, so they're ready to pluck, really. Wow. So it'd be super. You're just like, oh, this is how two people might talk. <laughs> it's uh, important two lessons don't hate for the themselves two of us. and each other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and similarly, when she's talking to the the fisherman, um, the, the fisherman is just uh, oh like yes, a, yeah, lovely like. Fuzzy. That's right about female or male yeah. lobsters. And she's just interested and normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's very nice. Um, <laughs> Oh, so, yeah. Oh, yeah. My next one is just the the performance of the, of Rose, just really naturalistic and and yeah, excellent. Uh, yeah, so great. another um, when they're on route to the picnic, there's a there's a shot of uh, uh like a winding path into the into the hills, and ah. a few steps into the scene, the uh, Cynthia starts criticizing Edward again. And um, and there's yes. something just like well, I just don't know why you'd want to go go there and you know make this decision and blah blah blah. Yeah. And yeah, almost immediately, Edward Tom Hiddleston his gait changes. It becomes a bit more ambling, <laughs> and, and he just seems a bit like less inclined <laughs> to follow them. And then eventually, um, and suddenly veers off the path and walks away from them all, dawdling <laughs> but purposeful. Amazing. And it's it is it was so funny. You just, I was I was expecting it to happen, but the suddenness with which he just walks off the path is amazing. Because yeah. it's it's like it's like the quietest <laughs> resistance he could do is just to leave them. <laughs> yeah, always his way. Yeah. Um. Oh, and I love. Okay, so there's a shot where he's at the breakfast table, yeah. seemingly surrounded. I can't remember what the subject matter is. It's relatively fraught. Is he? She's saying that her parent has died. Her father's died. Rose. Oh um, yeah, yeah. They're outside. He's at the breakfast table, and she is in the middle of frame, prominently but awkwardly placed behind a table with her hand on the table. Like this is as close yeah. to being yeah, in the room yeah. as she can get, and he's just sort of sat squashed up in the far left of screen. Yes, it's just it's wonderful framing. There's such brilliant framing in this, and, and it does it makes him look so young. Is that when he's got the his little cereal bowl yeah. as well? Yes. Well, well, later on he goes and oh, that's another one of the things I fucking love is when he's in the kitchen and he's oh, he's rebelling dear. a little bit. Yeah. And he just says, "Um, I can I can do it myself, you know. Look, cereal bowl, you know, yeah. that sort of thing." And then just a moment, a long, a little, a silence, long silence. He's just, "You're right. Yeah, I just can't find a spoon. <laughs> he just, he, he's yeah. so rubbish. He can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Oh God. Um. <laughs> well, it, when um during the picnic. It it cuts away to, uh, well he put he puts on his dad's hat and does that impression of him, and then it cuts away. We get some scenery, yeah. and then it cuts back, and he's talking about the AIDS epidemic in Africa, but he's still yes, wearing yes. the silly hat, and it elevates the whole scene into farce. <laughs> um, just how fucking ridiculous he looks whilst he's talking about this this thing. Po-faced, <laughs> brilliant! It is amazing. Yeah, amazing. Mm. Um, I love the windswept plant life of the island. The mm. island itself is idyllic, but in this very bleak kind of yeah. British way. Yeah. Often trees, trees are growing diagonally alongside sort of rough hedgerows. Yeah. You know, 
Hog places sunsets behind the twisting branches, so you get these sort of beautiful yeah. bits of light shining through, and just it's a gorgeous place, mm. but it's also windy, you know, and yes, a little bit tricky, and you have to be a little harder to live there, and it just kind of yeah, you know, says all you need about the British. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, we're completely incapable. We're it's... not hard enough to live there. Uh... This is where we shall. This is where we shall holiday. <laughs> oh, we must. <laughs> we must for we are british um when when he's leaning over the lobster pot um oh yeah which is which he does by the way in such a meek yet intrusive way um the, yeah. then the conversation about the lobster like the cooking process the grimace that he holds whilst he's listening to rose is fantastic yeah. it, it's 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 just that sort of oh oh dear um ooh that's yeah, nature <laughs> mm, as, as she's talking, oh. uh, and the way he holds it yeah. and freezes in place, pretty much with the grimace. There's, there's just something so yeah. polite about it. <laughs> yeah, it's such a polite way is. of expressing the fact that he's upset, and it's <laughs> it's heartbreaking. It really is. <laughs> it really is. It, it's really it, like it's hilarious that she gets the line. That mm. Rose gets the line. Sorry, this can't be very good for you as a vegetarian. Yeah. Like she's the one who expresses that, and not yeah. him. That's amazing that he doesn't even have the agency to sort of yeah. express that. It's oh. just incredible. Um, another little Hiddleston moment. I hope these aren't too Hiddleston heavy. I haven't filtered these out, but he is yeah. just so good in this. Um, when he tries to explain why it's worth going to Africa to fight AIDS <laughs> yeah. to his family, he, all he all he's trying to say is. If I can stop one person from getting yeah. it, it will be worth it. Oh. There you go. That's what he's trying to say. Yeah. But why say it in f- six words when you could use 50? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he just keeps going on and like divergences and circles and just, it, it's just, oh God, his family just giving him enough rope to absolutely hang <laughs> it with. And yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, just incredible. I know. God. It's so believable. Yeah, it, it is. It's uh, unfortunately a little relatable. Um, <laughs> when this is one of the moments that I think if this was improvised then these people are all fucking gods um, when when he, they're, they're talking about him you know talking too much to the hired help and eventually he he gets yeah. up and goes the way that the, the scene is staged is you've got the, yeah. the dining room yeah. in foreground in the background you've just got Rose hovering um, Uriah Heep esque yeah. <laughs> in in the yes. background, listening to them, you know, being yeah. very very capable of hearing them, um, and and then yes, just there, yeah, and then Edward is just the next room, just five feet away, and then Edward gets up and like goes to collect the oh, plates God. and insists on helping. He's so ridiculous, burning martyr sort of. Uh, Stop. Yeah, just got too much empathy. It's so annoying though. It's always in such a sort of accusatory way. Why don't we ask Cook to join us? Oh. So we've... No, we shan't. That's just Edward. Thank you, darling. What's just said? Caring about people's feelings. Right. Clearing the table. It's actually getting quite embarrassing now. I feel sorry for her. So what do I do now? We can both do it together. <laughs> You're right. Do you want to do, would you rather I wasn't here? It might be the greatest scene in the movie. God, it's it's so good. <laughs> and and then that's they continue talking about Edward in the foreground about you know his quarter life crisis and you know what's he doing and yeah. all of this. 
and um, I think the mum says, "Oh, you know, it's 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 just Edward." And then he comes he comes in, collects yeah. the plates, and then you get thank you, darling. And then before she's even finished the the word darling, he just goes, "What's well, just Edward?" And then continues to collect the plates and go and goes back out as she, you know yeah. they're talking about his uh, his yeah. moods and his uh, yeah. his impulses, <laughs> and it, it is so slick yeah. and it is so natural. It's yeah. it's 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 just a re- like a real gem of cinema this moment yeah it, it's it's an incredible moment because just the the awkwardness the instinct the it, the discomfort he has with the class system <laughs> yeah and the absolute irritation that this in, invokes in cecilia the sister yeah. is just just beautiful because ultimately they just shouldn't have a cook it's yeah. real logistics of it like they just shouldn't do they should be doing their own cooking what else yeah. have they got to do yeah, we exactly. did our own cooking when we hung out in a house for several days and we did a 12 hour long <laughs> podcast recording so yeah what are you doing that you can't make your own fucking toast but nevertheless <laughs> it's just he's so uncomfortable with it and so incapable of addressing it completely that he just wants to still have it obviously mm. but try and make it nice yeah for her and like make her a part of the whole thing and it's just it's so wonderful because yeah. that scene is just emblematic of it. When they tell him, they just tell him it's what she, what it, you know, it's what she's here for. And then when he goes to do the washing up, you just hear them complain about it. And then after a beat, you just hear her say, "So what am I supposed to do?" Yeah. And in the foreground, the two women just start laughing yeah. at this. It's just incredible. <laughs> it's it's great. His whole attitude there is is most <laughs> reminiscent of all my friends hate me. I think because he he he's yeah. like he went and and worked on like on yeah. a similar thing, you know. He did like charity work and yeah. he just can't stop going on about it and has yeah. this idea that he's a sort of working class hero. <laughs> and God, it's yeah. So he yeah. keeps like taking up taking issue with things the friends have said. Yeah. It's just oh, oh. it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Rose plucking the chicken is a powerful image as well. Mm. She's in the kitchen. She's got the thing. There's light pouring in through the window, and she just looks capable. Yes, and she's setting about her work in this mm. really, you know, incredible way on her own. <sighs> yeah, and maybe there is a moment of serenity there, just not being around Tom Hiddleston oh, all the thing, yeah. but also just I don't know. Like also, there's there's poignancy there as well, and, and some sense of sadness. But it was just a, a incredible moment. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Mm. Um, is my like is my Jane Campion shot. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the 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 daughter organizing where everyone can sit is just awful, but when then when they finally sit there's a pause and then you don't look convinced mum and then it just it just brings the whole thing up again yeah. and it's such a relatable family yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. That entire dinner scene is yeah. my second favorite scene in the movie because yeah. there's something cathartic to it, I think. There's yeah. something I don't know, just Oh, just uh, there's something about like eavesdropping on this conversation. Yeah. You would just quietly wish that it gets worse, just yeah. in its own way, just in order to experience it vicariously. That just yes. horrendousness and the complaining about the order. Yeah, and when, when the chef then comes out and explains that guinea fowl, you know, is meant to be cooked a little pink. Yeah. Um. She she she, yeah. she backpedals but doesn't because she can't admit that she's wrong. And yeah. uh, she says when she says to the family, you know, that's actually really dangerous to this to the chef. She's like, well, that's actually yeah, so many d- times. D- and then she pauses and then just says something else because she she yeah. realizes that she can't play that card anymore. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's great. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, yes. 
Yes, and you're like, yes, because you're, she's wanting to kick up a fuss. She's being unreasonable, and nothing, yeah. nothing in the entire world around her is going to help. Yeah. Her family aren't going to help. Yeah. The food itself is not going to help. Yeah. Everything is stacked against her, and there's just something a little bit... Oh, yes, yeah. about it. It's hard <laughs> to explain. It's hard to explain, but there's something cathartic about it. Even though she's just sad right, and looking um, for you know last... help and attention. Yes. Sad. I'm going to empty out. So my okay. last four. Oof. The badger. Yep. Communicating through the badger is adorable. Yep. Um, oh, giving a, handing out a book and just being like, um, you can read it on the train. Yeah. It's just really sweet. Yeah. Um, and then the, everything about the picture being taken down and what it implies and the lingering shot of it is gorgeous. Yeah. And then finally, on his way out, Tom Hiddleston just saying um, bye to um, the yes. cleaning stuff and then bye house. Yeah. yeah. I loved how they all said oh, bye God. to the cleaners, but none Beautiful of the cleaners man. said anything back. Um, <laughs> which is which is again is there like yeah. oh yeah no, we're one with the the help uh, uh, <laughs> yes the the way the sister when she realizes that the meat is uh, undercooked she has a moment of um like the anger boiling up in an instant and it's almost like she's going yes I get to be angry which is which is kind of what makes the whole <laughs> the whole thing so cathartic like you say um the the talk about not having children yeah. between Christopher and uh, Patricia. There's a moment where Christopher goes, yeah, I kind of regret it. Um, but, you know, I, I made that decision and, oh. um, you know, I'm around children, so it keeps me silly. There's a there's just that wonderful little bit of vulnerability and honesty in there. And it ca- it caught yeah, me off guard all, uh, before it, the conversation carried on. Such a good moment between characters there. Um, yeah, absolutely. Fucking wow. My, probably my favourite scene. Uh, yeah, Maybe my favourite scene. Near the end, Christopher is talking to... Edward about him just needing to like stick at something that he loves doing um, and, and yeah. maybe you know it won't feel like he, he'll know what he's doing or it won't feel as concrete at the time but you yeah. just got to do what matters to yes. you and the way the way he talks about it he says you know in painting you do a lot of wrong things but they all contribute to the right thing yeah. it all accumulates it's such a oh, lovely yeah. sentiment and then when Tom Hiddleston's response is yeah. I'm just not sure and then he looks to Christopher for reassurance. And then Christopher fucking turns yeah. around frustrated and goes, you're quite held, aren't you? You need to toughen up. <laughs> and and, and he, yeah. he does visit him later to try, I think, he, to try and apologize and check in on him. But just the frustration that you have at dealing with somebody who has learned to be so yeah. c- constantly negative. Um, oh, God. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. But you can so see clearly where it's come from as yeah. well. Yeah, that whole speech from Christopher is really beautiful. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, yeah, I think there's a, 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 I have two two more things. Um, the, the final dinner, I won't say what happens during it, but um, uh, uh, with, with the mum, but event, it's like a fairly emotional moment for the mum and she comes in and uh, the all the children can do it's just going, the lasagna is delicious. Hmm, good. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and just, just fucking underpins everybody's problems. And well, the sweet thing that I love yeah. about the, the mum and Edward at the end, she tucks money into his pocket with a coy, this is for you. Aww. And it's so sweet. And he looks yeah. at her like, oh, mum. Yeah. And, it, and it's so sweet. <laughs> but, they're, you know, yeah, it's, it's the end of the holiday. So they're able to, uh, <laughs> they're able to be nice again. <sighs> Yeah, because you know you're not going to have to be around each other for much longer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all very, yeah, good stuff. Excellent. Yeah, El Capelago, an extraordinary film. And let's check in with the OGT. Oh, my God, I bet they've got a lot to say. 
Well, one of them's got a lot oh, to say. Oh, yeah. Um, on Twitter, mm-hmm. we heard from Uncle Professor Dad. Ooh. That's Jen. Like that's, that's Jen. That's a Jen. I think I might have lent her my copy. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, I did. Think, I remember watching it and thinking, you're going to fucking love Archipelago. Um, <laughs> Me or I Jen. I may have given it to her. But she says, both of you. Okay. Yes. But I, I really, I don't know, something to this said, scream Jen at me. Yeah, okay. She says, I think this will be the film I show to people if I want them to understand what middle class England is like. The grey lighting <laughs> yeah. is perfect. The horrid polite tension is perfect. The scene in the restaurant as they try to choose a table will haunt me forever. Yeah. Fantastic. Agreed. <sighs> and Stuart Lee likes it. So. And Stuart Lee likes it and mentioned it in his 2012 bit, Carpet Remnant World. <laughs> he does seem to have relatively good cinematic taste as Mr. Stuart Lee. Surprise. He's quite niche, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he's like he the mentioned... comedian's comedian. <laughs> Who did he mention in his last uh, thing? It was a director. Hal, uh, not Ashby. Hal Hartley, that's right. Oh, okay. He mentioned Hal Hartley and, um, uh, what's it called? Henry Fool. And his most recent stand-up uh, okay. thing, which is quite the quite the reach. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Anywho, yeah. with that all said, let's talk about The One Better Thing. <gasps> the One Better Thing. Obviously this, mm-hmm. and all of Joanna Hawke's work, I highly recommend that. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting now. I'm looking forward to The Eternal Daughter. I can't wait to see where she goes from mm. The Souvenir Part 2, because it was such a departure, such a new kind of energy mm. uh, from her, um, that I can't wait to see what that now entails. Yeah. And everything I hear about The Eternal Daughter says that I'm going to love it. Yeah, I'm very curious. Um, but I would also recommend another British director, Uh-oh. because if Jonah Hogg kind of represents a sort of upper middle class mm. kind of view of life and you know these fiercely autobiographical upper middle class dramas then i would recommend cleo bernard who is very interested Ah, in capturing sort of working class lives in a slightly ken loach way but way more romantic (laughs) way more beautiful and bold Mm. like if you look at something like ali and ava her most recent film there's just so much more poetry to it and the selfish giant as well which is a devastating Uh, film um but in a way that is also very human and charming and just I don't know, sometimes her films are a little tricky to watch and it does speak a little bit to the sort of social realism that British cinema is, frankly, a little bit too abundant in. Mm. Um, in a way that, again, uh, Richard Ayoade's character speaks to it in a very charming way in um, The Souvenir Part 2. Oh, cool. Um, it, it, there's still plenty of magic with Cleo Bernard, so I highly recommend it. Let's start with Ab- Ali and Ava, I think. That's a good, light-hearted, positive a uh, little view of modern working class Britain that I think is, uh, yeah, very striking okay. and a good companion to Hog. Brilliant. Yeah. Nice one. Nice one. What about you? No, this. Uh, this is Dick. this is the first Joanna Hogg that I've, I've seen. I've been meaning to watch mm. Joanna Hogg for ages, you know, as I explained earlier. Yeah. But on, honestly, this this I I didn't have the time or space yeah. to think of anything else. This this movie is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I really recommend uh, Souvenir Part 1 and 2. I think you're going to love yeah. those. Can't wait. Good stuff. Mm. All right, then. That was the one better thing. Gosh. The one better thing. Paul, how mm-hmm. can people find out more about our adventures through cinema? Oh, the same way they can find out about our adventures through time and space. By, by which I mean going on to, oh, going on to Twitter. Our graphic novel. Yeah, our graphic novel. Uh, it's a work in progress. Some would say finished. I would say finished. Uh, salt, salt just mumbles and trails off and then dives in the nearest bin whenever I talk about it but you can find out more we've put out a cipher telling you about the upcoming release of our graphic novel Adventures Through Time yeah. and Space colon a Paul and Story a Paul and Story colon yep so uh, yep. 
most most we've assaults been, uh, Chris. putting adverts in the newspaper but the mm. only way we can get them to actually publish it is by stapling them to the bodies of trans we've been murdering around town yeah exactly so. and uh you know and, and written on the page page three of the sun uh from old you know oh, news yeah. from old ver- uh, editions of the sun because i'm as far as i'm aware that's not a thing anymore yeah so um so we so we've gone out of our way. Uh, we're really yeah. trying to get a viral marketing campaign going, but some would say it's not focused or like indicative of what the graphic novel's about. But in, but if if you don't care about that and you just want to see some some good old pictures of the murders we've done, then you can go onto Twitter at OGT Pod, uh Facebook as well, and send us an email, OGTPod at gmail.com and, 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 and take part in the OG team. Become the OG team. Yeah. If you have seen Archipelago and thought, they didn't even bloody mention the fact that oh, here we go. Tom Hiddleston was in a rather frustrating blank, then, you know, it's, it's on you. <laughs> so tune in for next week when it's not going to be Archipelago. Yeah. <laughs> when it's going to be some other brilliant thing. Yeah. I'm Paul Fing. I'm Paul Brilliant. Remember, one good thing about Archipelago. Mm. That it really does capture the indecisiveness within us all. Doesn't it? I don't know.